everybody and welcome back to another production update of new noise the podcast saving rock and roll my name is hunter porter i'm the creator host and uh musical brain behind this show um thank you all for returning and listening and keeping it up um i've been monitoring uh, a lot of the the plays on online so thank you to all who are uh tuning in and uh continuing to check us out um, we're we're closing in on our release. It's it's getting really great. Uh, we've been up to a lot, a lot of editing, lots and lots of it. Surprisingly, it's been pretty seamless. Um, doing Zoom sessions and sharing our recording software screen uh, because, of course, we can't be physically together with this new round of stay-at-home ordinances imposed by the state of California. So we have our writer zooming in and. Uh, it's actually great because mirroring the the Pro Tools session, he can uh, look at the the exact takes and see the waveforms, which is pretty helpful. He said for him, so that's been really nice. Um, but we're just pushing through. We're almost uh, through with episode one, uh, and we so our process really for editing down pure dialogue, um, not even notwithstanding the music and not getting to that yet, but just the dialogue itself. Our process is sort of a two-step. Um, we'll start by just chopping up any clean takes we have from any character and just make our way through scenes, picking good lines and uh, pulling them up out of a long audio file. So once we have those, we'll then uh, sort of stick them in order side by side so we can listen down to different um, deliveries of takes and flexions just to hear... Um, what kind of makes our writer happy in terms of capturing the character's motivation, but also clean audio and stuff we can work with in the context of a full scene. So we'll get those clean takes, we'll chop them up, put them side by side. And then once we have them all um, completely exactly lined up correctly, then we'll drop it into the scene. And that's kind of the, the method we've been going with thus far. And it's worked pretty well. Um, it does take a little bit of time to find all the takes because oftentimes what we've what we've done is record the first couple of uh, run-throughs of a scene, full scene, no stopping, and then our writer Joey will do what we call a punch take and have everybody go line by line and deliver them and give them just a couple different uh, uh, approaches. Oftentimes, uh, accenting a different word can make uh, the tonal quality or just the, the 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 type of line that's being delivered sound a little bit more um, just kind of what his brain was thinking when he was writing the scene so oftentimes just changing a word or two and changing the accent can really help so and that's mainly where we draw our takes from so pulling a lot of uh, takes from the quote-unquote punch take can take a little bit of time just because we're moving through and you'll hear Joe's voice in the background giving notes. So we'll find the next correct take, pull that. So that, that process of it can be a little uh, weary and, and run on for a while, but it does lead to some of the best uh, um, deliveries of lines where <laughs> there's so many times where we're sitting there listening through the same line three to four or five times maybe. 
and one of them is just kind of a little bit <laughs> different than the other ones and delivered in such an idiosyncratic way that it just kind of makes us all laugh. And typically those are the ones that get picked, the ones that get a reaction. Um, and then, of course, we drop it all into a scene together. So you hear the different um, characters talking back and forth as if they're all standing in the same room together, which it was recorded that way, but not necessarily, you know, in the context of the fictional story, they could be anywhere from a venue, a dive bar, a restaurant, uh, somebody's apartment, different different places. And we, we build out that environment with uh, more sort of Foley work and sound libraries. But just right now, we're just purely focused on the dialogue. Um, and that's kind of been an interesting aspect of developing the narrative and fictional characters in a purely audio format has been playing with these smaller details of the line de delivery, also pauses, trying to capture what a character's thinking or their emotion is by ex uh, extending a little bit more space between uh, another line and then the delivery can often help as a listener you you start thinking about what they're thinking about and that's can be really informative in some cases so that's been cool um just purely speaking of what i've been up to other than being in the audio in the uh, editing sessions and listening in uh, i've been scoring uh each of the episodes for the the last month or so i was mainly working on the fictional character songs we have our f main female protagonist tina as uh, the head of her own band so it's been i've been uh, recording writing demoing out different ideas for what her character's songs would sound like and what she would write and that's kind of been a fun exercise just to uh inhabit a different sort of artistic sphere than i'm used to um, it's kind of a nice break sometimes because I'm, I'm constantly writing my own music and my own ideas and it's so easy to get bogged down sometimes in just purely thinking about recording songs a certain way and having certain instrumentation. So being able to break that mold is kind of why I started the podcast in the first place. Um, so that's been really fun. Um, but in addition to her, I've been, uh, working on our, our main sort of villain for the season song too. Uh, which will be featured later, and it's it's got more of a pop-oriented sound. Um, again, just a fun exercise to break out of the box and uh, kind of have some fun with it, you know. For Tina, as far as musical inspiration, I was mainly, the genesis of it was thinking about it as if her musical style would be sort of centered around like a St. Vincent alt-rock kind of thing. But then it started to naturally drift towards more of a Phoebe Bridgers indie alternative sound and our writer joe actually confirmed that when he was writing the dialogue for tina he was kind of using um that uh, phoebe bridgers as the inspiration for that character um as far as what she would probably like and listen to so we kind of had a meeting of the minds on that one which was cool um but still we wanted to retain the sort of alt-rock sound, sub-pop record type signed uh, indie, uh, indie rock vibe for that. Um, uh, now, at the risk of, of rambling on for too long on here, I'll just uh, leave with one uh, last note. Um, I've been slowly releasing music over the past year. I released two singles over the summer, have another EP coming out uh, next Friday, the December 18th, 
which will be featured in season all of, all the songs of which will be featured in season two of the podcast um and i released the single off this next ep last friday and i just want to play that for you now um the single is called california and i hope you enjoy it um thank you all so much for listening and continue continuing to listen to us and uh we look forward to putting out the second season and uh showing you all what we've been working on i'm really excited so until next time here's california mm-hmm.